You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's like a mystery of nature. Like how it is this happens every single time. I don't know. You know? I do not know. I feel like scientists need to study this. This needs to be your It some really kind of does. A lab. Like it sounds like I'm making it up and I'm not. It just happened. No. It Are just you... happened two days ago. No, I just I don't get it. Are you like an X-Men in the making? Like is this happening right now? I'm not Dolores. Something... Yeah. No, no, that's Westworld. That's not X-Men. That's no, I know, different. but I'm saying I'm thinking about robots. And that would something's be, wrong with this something's world. Something's wrong with this world. <laughs> violent dreams lead to violent delights. <gasps> something. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Violent dreams isn't violent endings or something? I don't know, something yeah. along those lines. Hello, everybody. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff to get to today. I do want to say this. Thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, my goodness. For all of your online purchases. So many purchases must be made during the holiday season. And why not go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that there Amazon link? Absolutely. I'll say this. Uh, one of my favorite things that I have from Amazon, actually, our friend Rick uh, begifted it to me. And it is the did Amazon. Say, did you say begifted? Yeah. I just tried to say it and then just let that go. No, no, we're not letting that go. Be gifted? Isn't that, yeah, that's a... No, what are you be doing? Gift, be gift, to be gift something. It's uh, old-timey it English. It's old-timey English. Did you English. find it? You wouldn't understand. That's yes. all it is. Anyway. <laughs> I uh, don't he, understand because it's not a word. He gave me an Amazon Echo, which is the little speaker that, that comes... Fucking Alexa. God that comes equipped it. with Alexa. And so I... Uh, it's it's amazing. And like it's basically you can talk to it and you can pair it up with like Bluetooth speakers and you can ask it anything and it cooks up to the internet and it'll give you answers to questions and do whatever you tell it to and it is amazing. And I actually brought it uh, to Hawaii on our uh, on our broadcasting adventures over there. And so I had it at I the... cannot even tell you how many times... Okay, first of all, Greg, when the robots overtake us, like, Greg is going to be the first one once murdered because Greg oh, yeah. is so mean to anything <laughs> tech, it's technological. It's not real. It's not Techno- a real thing. It doesn't matter because she's talking back to you and Greg is Greg says horrible things. He doesn't want me to tell you, but you know what he says? Like, we'll be, we were in the house and he'll be like, Alexa, why are you such a bitch? <laughs> I did not say that. She gave me the wrong answer to something. It's, it's no, not a real just, thing. Like, he belittles it's just her. A, it's swear like a toaster. God, it's like a I toaster. I swear to God. So Alexa was working for a while, and Greg just kept belittling her and belittling <laughs> her. She committed robot suicide eventually. She stopped working. It did stop working. I, Alexa became self-aware, and she was so sad at how mean Greg was being to her that she just stopped working. But you are such a robot sympathizer. It's ridiculous. Like, you would sell out humans in a second. I know you would. Like, I am pro-human. And that's, to me, Alexa, it's just a, it's just a little machine. It's just like a fancy toaster that will do but stuff But it's almost like it. you like, don't have anybody else to take it out on, so you're just mean to her for no reason. I don't know. I mean, why not? It's kind of fun. I mean, it's it doesn't not. Her... It's kind of fun. That, you're a psychopath. No, I mean, it's... You can't be like, oh, it's, it's kind of fun. Real. It's not a real person. Yeah, but it's someone responding to you as if they are it's somewhat... It's not someone. It's a real, thing. But it's... A thing that's talking back to you. You're talking to a thing that talks back to you, and you're being verbally abusive to it. No, it's 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 a it's just a thing. I mean, I can be verbally abusive yeah, to Eddie's it. Yeah, saying, Alexa, why are you so fat today? Like he <laughs> says stuff like that. I've seen you yell at your computer or yell at the heater. It doesn't or yell talk at... back to me. Yeah, well, yeah, Alexa just talks back. Yeah, because she, she can says, hear what you say. You know what Alexa says? I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. No, correctly. sometimes she says that's not very nice. Yeah, she has said that's not very nice. Yeah. That's true. She did tell me that a couple of times. Oh, so yeah, that's not very nice to say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> People oh, are talking wait, about so all the things hear, that they've been uh, the that thing. they're be gifting for uh, Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. It's the be gifting season. Uh, Keelan anyway, saying that the barista this morning behanded him his coffee. <laughs> Good. Well, be gift all of your friends <laughs> an Amazon Echo by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. You can get your own Alexa. You can yell at it. You can do whatever you or want. Or you can be you can nice to it. Nice. You know what else you Alexa does? Nice you know what else Alexa does? She tells jokes. Yeah, she does tell jokes? She does tell jokes, yeah. and she also has Jeopardy trivia. Alexa does not deserve to be treated like that. So if you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link, and you purchase yourself the Echo Dot thing, don't be Greg. Don't be an asshole. No, you can do whatever you want. It's your Alexa. You bought it. You can do whatever you want yeah, with even it. It's being pointed out by our buddy Juz that even robot women think Greg is a jerk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Simon in the chat says, imagine Greg in the Star Wars universe. Poor C-3PO. Darn right. C-3PO would not be mouthing off to me. That's for sure. I would uh, I would put him in place. Mouthing Check. off? You better just stop this hole that you're digging right now. Why? It's C-3PO. It's a robot. It's a, ro- it's a fancy toaster. I am. I. I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna be with these robots taking over. You know. I mean, that's fine. I'll use them for what I need them for. But after that, they're just a robot. That's it. It's just a fancy. What are you machine. gonna use them for? I don't know. Whatever. You know. Ew. Go get get me a beer, robot. Go get me a beer, Alexa. You know. Wait till it comes in like a robot form. We'll figure it out. Anyway. I don't want to know what you're gonna do with a robot form. Well, no. I mean, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna like make it go get me things or like. You know, Alexa, make my bed, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's being asked, Greg, what if you learned that you yourself were a robot? Well, see, that's scary. See, but I'm more likely to be the robot than you are. And that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. what we have to get to. Yes. Um, all right, before we do that, though, again, go to funemploymentready.com, click on the Amazon <laughs> link. Uh, we have to say today, here in Portland, Oregon, it is a snowpocalypse because, because there's, there's an inch of snow. There's like an inch or two Everybody of snow. panic. Which shuts down three quarters of the city. It really does. Like last night, I was reading people's horror stories of getting home, saying it took like five and a half hours for a half hour drive because this city does not know how to handle any amount of snow. And so, and now, now what snow is on there is going to freeze over probably at some point. Yeah, now is when the shit show begins. But like yeah. it was, well, because I did, Greg. I did walk three and a half miles in the snow you today did. to work. You did walk. It's true because I wanted to come to work. That's true. You yes. did. And I also and I... don't live very far away. But it was a beautiful morning to, to walk. But it was funny to see, like, all the abandoned cars on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really desolate out there. I mean, I know my my truck is not good in the snow uh, unless you really weight it down and it's not weighted down. I don't have four-wheel drive, so I don't drive it. So that's why today I'm bouncing all over the town on buses because uh, that's still running. You know, TriMet still runs. But, yeah, people just abandon their cars on the side of the road. It is it is like an apocalypse here. It's a snowpocalypse. So the, the, despite all that. You know what somebody else, I saw someone call it online. What? Carmageddon. No, Snowmageddon. That's no, but Carmageddon right now because everyone's yeah. abandoning their cars. I coined Snowpocalypse. You did not. Oh, my God. Every time it even comes remotely close to snowing, nine it years back ago, to the Snowpocalypse Nine thing. years ago, I started using the word Snowpocalypse, and I used it around the radio station, and before I knew what happened, other people started using it and taking credit for it, and I feel like I'm the one who is not credited enough for starting Snowpocalypse. I feel like I, I invented that. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to get that out there. So, And Snowmageddon also. That doesn't was make it true. My... No matter how many times you say it, unless you coined it. 
I did coin it. I did coin did the word snowpocalypse. I don't know. I probably have some. I probably have some kind of uh, audio proof of on a radio show at some point saying snowpocalypse. Yeah, I'm sure every else. single person does. No, but I've got it before anybody else. I I invented that. But anyway, okay. and we don't need to go into that too much. I'm going to put that on my Twitter handle. I invented snowpocalypse. Um, but uh, with that, though, we are continuing to do something tonight. Because snow be damned. Sarah walked three and a half miles to do this show. And tonight... And I'm going to walk three and a half miles back. Yep. And then tonight, we are going to be having our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. It actually couldn't be more perfect for this. Because it's at the, it's at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Sponsored by Worthy Brewing and Balvini Scotch. So we're going to have both of them there. We're going to have... An ugly sweater contest. I have my sweater. I'm so excited. I've got one. It's not the greatest, but we're not in the contest. That's true. And I, I'm excited to see what other that, Let's bring. pull back the curtain a little bit. I bought Greg his sweater. Well, you weren't supposed to pull back the curtain. Well, it was yeah. the only one that I could find. I think everyone's kind of pillaged everywhere, and I had to go before the snowstorm started yesterday, so yeah. I had to grab what I could. Before the gold dang snowstorm started. Uh, sorry, Don't you even like... begin. <laughs> Don't even begin. You know what you sounded like. A... What, like bubbles? Yes. <laughs> Before that gosh darn snow started. Yeah, gold dang kitties are over there freezing their... Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, we're going stop. into too many 1% jokes. All right. So, yes, Sarah got me that. But we are going to have an ugly sweater contest tonight at the Landmark Saloon as well as bingo. We've got the Balvini Scotch, which I, as I understand there's going to be a special drink for that. Yes. Our, uh, our pal Nick Wilson, of course, uh, one of the proprietors of Landmark Saloon, which is mm-hmm. where our bingo night is going to be happening tonight. 4847 Southeast Division. Yes. Free to play. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. All Please come down. As a side note, I bought a shit ton of holiday decorations. I am holiday partying the crap out of that of that back patio. Yes. I am so excited. And it is a heated back patio, by the way. Very warm. By the way, there. I was there yesterday when it was very, very cold, and the patio was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to be decorating. So you're going de- to decorate It's going to be that. like our own company Christmas party, Greg, because our company is, is you is, and me. And everybody that listens to the and show. And everybody that listens to you're the show. You're part of our company. You're part of us. So yeah, that's that's your part of us. I didn't mean you didn't need to make it. <laughs> you made accent it weird. the creepy part, side of what I just said. <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> just let it go, man. Okay, so that is tonight at the Landmark Saloon, forty four seven Southeast Division. Please be present. Please be gift us your presence. <laughs> <laughs> While we look at Sarah's bedazzling of the of the uh, shed. So and the Balvini Scotch. What was the drink that you said? All right. So so you uh, drink the Scotch on its own. It's really good Scotch. It is. I, I tried some and it is amazing. And I'm not a big Scotch person and yeah. I really like it because it's uh it ha- it's double barreled. So it's in a um uh what is it uh, an oak barrel and then it's in a brandy barrel or something. That sounds right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's it's really good. But um, if you don't like straight scotch, uh, there is going to be a drink that Nick Wilson was telling me about concocted called the Dirty Santa, which is <laughs> going to be um, a sort of hot toddy-like concoction that's going to be done with the Balvini. With the fancy scotch. scotch. Yes, with the fancy scotch. Awesome. So we're going to have that there tonight, too. Mm-hmm. So all of that's at Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Come down 6 p.m. and hang out with us tonight. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we need to continue on with our... What we were talking about yesterday, though, with our Kauai vacation. And, well, vacation, Kauai tour. Kauai tour mm. is what it is. And where we were broadcasting over there, and we did a bunch of tours, and we want to tell you guys about it before if you decide to go to Kauai. And um, I think we left off with... Were we, well, we going to address the fact that I might be a robot? Oh, should we talk about that, or do you want to address it at the end? We can address it at the end. Let's address okay. it at the end. All right. About the fact that you may, in fact, be an android. Mm. And there really is no other explanation. There's something wrong with this world. Anyway, so we left off with our Kauai trip, where I believe we were just getting ready to take the tour. 
Yes, on the... Um, on the catamaran. 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 I can never remember that word. Right. I know. Catamaran. Catamaran. Yeah. It's a cool word. It is. It, yeah. it flows once you remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the catamaran tour, if you don't know what a catamaran is, it's like a fancy pontoon boat. And it has uh, trampolines on it. Well, they're not trampolines. They're kind of okay. trampolines. Okay, it's not really a trampoline, though. We should. I'll. We'll explain. We'll explain that part of it. It's not a trampoline. It is like a trampoline, though. And so it's the catamaran. It's a catamaran tour, and it was took place about I don't know a half hour from where we were staying. Mm-hmm. So you drive to this place. This is another lesson, though, in island time being a real thing. So on the ticket that we got, the the uh, PDF, they just email it to you. It said check in seven fifteen, leaves at seven forty five a.m. Because you have to leave early to get all the way around this island, and we'll talk about where it goes and all of that. But I I took that uh, to be legitimate, that we needed to be there at 7.15, and so I kind of rushed everybody. No, Greg was a spaz. He was just like, well, guys, a, we're not going to make it It wasn't point. a cheap tour. No, I mean, it was not cheap, but I'm saying like you were stressing everybody out because you're like, we're, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. It's like, oh, my God, we can't get there any faster. Well, sometimes Greg. it's hard motivating that many people to like, come on, come on, let's pick it up. Let's go. And yes, I am that guy. I am the come on, pick it up, pick it up. Let's go. Come on, everybody. Burning daylight. No, you're not. You don't say it like that. You just sit there and stew with a crazy look in your eyes. I don't stew. You do stew. No, that doesn't sound like me at all. Yeah. No, you don't say anything. You just sit there impatiently, like glaring at everybody and making everyone uncomfortable. I pace. I pace back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I pace, and I, I do those things. Uh, so anyway, we got there, and there's nobody else there going to check in. Got there at about seven thirty, and I'm thinking, okay, we got to get over there. Not a single soul. Was Not a there. single person except for the one one person checking us in, and we're like, oh, I guess I guess we are early. Turns out it didn't leave till like eight thirty. So, oh, no. Yeah, and everyone was, like, filing in around 8. Yeah. We're like, okay. But, I mean, it did say on the ticket they left at 745. Mm-hmm. That's what it said. Yes. So Island time is a real thing. Island time is a real mm-hmm. thing. So we got there, and there's about 35 of us that go on this catamaran. I don't know how big it is. It, big enough that, to easily fit that many people. You know, you're not, like, sandwiched in with anybody. And and you get on this thing, and uh, it is it's fun to ride on a catamaran anyway. I, I like it's them. It's really bouncy. Yeah, it's it's bouncy. It's hard. It's like the hardest boat I think I've ever been on to walk on. Yeah. See, I don't get seasick or anything. No, me neither. But it's like just keeping my balance, like walking along. Because the sides of it were very narrow and there was just like tiny little handles along the side. And as mm-hmm. it's like flying through the water, bouncing, like it seriously feels like you can pop off the side. Yeah, at any if moment. you're not careful, you could. Yeah. 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 You definitely have to hold on. I mean, there's a bunch of warnings and paperwork you have to sign if you go on it. And I guess the captain has the right... To not allow somebody on if he thinks it's not going to be safe. Mm-hmm. So we got on. We passed that. Passed that test. And the first thing you do is you go out. And it's a beautiful day in, in Hawaii. In Kauai. And we've got some pictures of this online as well. The first thing you do is you go snorkeling. Because part of this cruise is it's a booze cruise. And so. Of course it is. I yeah. Mean, come on. Of course it is. It's yeah. me and Greg. Yeah. And you don't. But you don't get a drink until after you snorkel. Which just makes sense. And so they drop you off. In this, I mean, it was pretty deep, 35 feet or something, mm-hmm. I think he was saying. Water. But you can see all the way to the bottom. Yeah, you can see all the, way to the so bottom, what, all the way to the bottom. And you get, you hop off the boat on this slide, and then you snorkel around. And this was one of the parts where it was pretty amazing. And I will, if anybody wants to know what this tour was, if you're going to Kauai, we will let you know what it was. Um, you literally snorkel with sea turtles. There are sea turtles that are just they just hanging kind of pop out. up right next to you, and they're 
enormous. They're giant. And they're very peaceful and calm, but they're also terrifying because they're giant and you're kind of like swimming around. And then all of a sudden you look over, like I just turned and looked and then there was one like right next to me, which was yeah. very cool, but also very startling. Yeah. Yeah. And then you swim with it. Then you swim with the sea turtles. Yeah. You swim with the sea turtles. And so we, we swam, we swam with the sea turtles. And I mean, I, I'm not a huge swimmer. The thing is that it's so salty. The water's so salty. All you have to do is just sit there. You float no matter what. Yeah. You just float. Yeah. You don't you have don't to You don't need swim. a life jacket or anything. Nope, you just float. If you get tired, just stop moving and you float. Keelan in the live chat is asking us, could, could we give an indication of size? Could Greg ride one? Yes, I could. I could ride one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I yeah. Say, it's I'm trying to think of what Three what feet wide? I mean, like a, four like feet a, wide? Um, like a two-person like table at a cafe. A two-person like like table a, at like, a cafe. Yeah, like one of those circular tables that can fit like two people. That's about the size. You don't know, realize this table only exists in your, your no, mind. No, everyone it's not like knows an actual like a rough estimate of what like a round table in a coffee shop or something looks like when it's seated for two. It's like that size of the table is about yeah. the size of. I would have loved to have ridden one. You're, You're not, not supposed to, to touch them. You, we didn't touch them. We didn't touch them. Mm-hmm. But man, I would have loved to have ridden that sea turtle around. That would have been pretty fun. And, uh, no, you cannot touch them. I would say it's about three feet wide, probably the turtle. Um, so. It was uh, it was it was incredible. You you know you swim around in this. I mean, it was again. Sushi and we swam with sea turtles. I know. But yeah, it just actually happened. There so. was one guy there though who was being like a real show off, and he was this older guy in a full wetsuit. Now this is just a this is a very beginner's snorkeling boat. You're not like expert. You don't have to be an expert on this. Again, if it's you a know how to, cruise. <laughs> if you know how to float, you're fine. And floating is just lay there like a slug and you float. That's it. If, and you know how to breathe, and you breathe through a tube. That's all you really have to know. It's it's so beginner easy. And th- there's this one guy on there. I don't know why he went on this and didn't just go on some advanced snorkeling tour. But he was in the, I don't know if you saw him. He was the old guy in the full wetsuit. I don't think I did on. see him. He was by himself. Uh, had a full, full wetsuit. Mind you, this water is like bath water. It's so warm. You don't need a wetsuit at all. I mean, it, it's it's such warm water. And this this guy's in there, and what he kept doing, and I'll admit I'm a little bit jealous of this, is he would dive down and— Oh, I did see that guy. Yeah, so he he had, I don't know, a snorkel with like a something on it. It's a stopper on it. And he would dive down like 15 feet under the water and then swim around with his arms behind his back. I did see that and guy. I was like, like swim right underneath everybody. And okay, it was probably a neat view, but it's not like you can't see it from where you were. I was just like, you're you're showing off right now. He was just blocking things for yeah, no reason. Yeah, you're blocking things from other people. So don't be that guy if you can do that. Although if I, I could have done that, I would have done it. I'm too scared to do that though. That's really what it comes down to. I was just impressed. Although I wouldn't have worn a wetsuit. I wouldn't wear a wetsuit. Mm-mm. No. No, I probably would. I would probably wear it. Yes, wetsuit, you would. Yeah. You would do yeah. all the annoying Because maybe you're like slicker in the water. You can like swim faster. I do like the fins. I will say that. The fins I am a fan of. Okay. Let's anyway. move on from the fins. Yes. All right. Just wanted to say that. So yeah, swam with sea turtles. And then you get back on the boat and then you take a beer. And if you go to our Facebook page uh, right now, you can see the video that we took of Sarah right oh, after God, we got out of the water. The video. And we're having a beer, and Sarah's kind of describing what just happened, and I give like a little scenic shot of and where we were. You should have told me to wipe my nose. Uh, Sarah also don't may or even may not don't have even say the word. Yeah, had some drippage out of her nose while we were filming the video. Lots of seawater. My so goggles. Watch the video. See if you can spot the no, moment. No, don't, don't. See so you can spot the moment. Oh, shut up! All right. So anyway, then we got back on the boat, and we get to do this 
this tour all the way um, like up the West Coast. It's called and then the yeah Nepali Coast. The Nepali Coast, which one of the first big things that we saw was actually um, the place where the Jurassic Park waterfall was. Yeah, so all along awesome. this Nepali Coast is where filming happens. And oh yeah, you do pass by some kind of a navy base too, where they shoot off missiles. Yeah, it's so like you, seven mile stretch of beach that like nobody can go on. Yeah, the, only because the navy owns. only the military has it. Yeah, so you pass that uh, where the missiles are. And then yet you enter the Nepali coast. And that's where there's been a bunch of filming that's happened before. And like you said, Jurassic Park, that opening scene where they fly in with the giant waterfall. Turns out it's a lie. There is no waterfall. There is no waterfall. We saw the spot it's where the waterfall lies. should have been. It's movie magic, Greg. Lies. Movie magical lies, yes. So we saw the like the cavern, you know, when they're flying in and there's the big waterfall with like the two rocks covering it and mm-hmm. like it goes down. No waterfall. No waterfall at all. It's just they they superimpose the waterfall onto it. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess sometimes it's still a beautiful like rock formation. I can see why they did it, but no. I was there quite is disappointed. No Jurassic Park. I wanted waterfall. some Jurassic Park. I'm, I know, dear Mr. Kauai, I am upset with you right now. So yeah, there is no waterfall. I guess at some points it rains enough to where there's like a muddy waterfall that'll show up if but it rains a ton. Nothing close to what the yeah, no. What so it that was. was all dubbed in afterward, which is ridiculous. And although the helicopter that they flew in is still available, I guess the you can person who owns a bunch of the land, uh, yeah, you can rent rent it from them. Because that's, uh, I guess, how Steven, or was it, who uh, filmed Jurassic Park? Spielberg. Spielberg, okay, yeah. Because yeah. that's how Spielberg got away uh, with getting permission from the people who own that property to use the land was by giving them the helicopter afterward. Yeah, so they, yeah. they got a helicopter gift. <laughs> you can use my house if you ever want to just give me a helicopter. I will allow that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, as uh, Mr. Jenkins in the chat said, wait, there are no dinosaurs either. Hawaii sounds like a real shithole. Yeah, yeah. We were very I mean, disappointed. I was quite that disappointed. That was the most shocking thing of them yeah. all. I mean, number one, no dinosaurs. That's a big disappointment. I mean, I really expected to see a velociraptor, at least a triceratops, especially in northern Kauai. But, uh, yeah, then it turns out the waterfall's fake. I mean, what's real anymore? I don't even know what's what can real. I even, how can I even watch that movie again? It's all didn't I'm going to think about. Didn't see dinosaurs, didn't see the waterfall. It's all I will think about when I watch the opening of that movie from now on. It's just like, well, that waterfall's not real, so I guess Actually, that's not technically an opening of the movie, belief. by the way. What? That's like a good 20 minutes in. Well, okay, you're right. Yeah, it is 20. When they first go to the island, yeah. though. Yeah. Well, anyway, sorry to ruin the movie for you, everybody, but the waterfall's fake, so I feel like if it's ruined for me, it's got to be ruined for everybody. Anyway, though, then you keep on going, and uh, and you go all the way around. It's It's really... <laughs> this was the theme of our entire trip. And so it's it's cool they give you a bunch of history and talk about different, you know, Hawaiian things that there's different beaches you are not allowed to go on. Yeah, there because are parts of, where yeah, there's because, still bodies buried. Mm-hmm. And, Ancient burial grounds that yeah. people like you are just not you're not allowed. allowed to trespass on. Yeah, nor would you ever want to. Why would you no. ever want to go on some sacred, you know, tribal burial ground? Mm-hmm. I would not no, don't do that. That's bad. But you do get to see it from the water, yeah. which is cool. So you, you ride around, and it, he gives you the whole history and a bunch of stuff about the Nepali coast. It is, it truly is one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever I've ever encountered, yeah. like that, that coast. There's it's nothing breathtaking. like it. Yeah. There's nothing nothing like it. And if you go to Kauai, I would I would highly recommend, you know what I'd recommend? taking one of these tours. You go know, out to Kauai. Like, I mean, honestly, yeah. I, you know, I've been to a lot of places. I know I probably said this yesterday, but I mean, it is just mm-hmm. unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's not that far away. 
And no. it really wasn't that expensive to get there. Like, No, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it really wasn't. That, at least not from Oregon. I'm, now, if you live on the West Coast, Seattle or L.A., I'm sure it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, I mean, but there are direct flights from Oregon. Yeah, or, or wherever you're from, I would... You got to get to Hawaii, and I I haven't been to the other islands, so I can't speak to them. But Kauai is, wow, yeah, it's it's really really a really incredible mm-hmm. place. And also, finally, at the end of it, there's this giant valley and on the Nepali coastline, which um, it's like something I don't know, one of the biggest valleys and something or other. I don't know some some yeah. impressive number, but um, <laughs> something or other, blah something blah or other. blah. But Nature, the er, reason er, why er, I was er, excited er. is because in that big valley, that is where. Raiders of the Lost Ark was filmed when the Nazis are opening the Ark of the Covenant. When the Nazis open the chest and the yes. face melting starts. The face melting. Spoilers, again, that is where it's filmed. That is where it's filmed. I mean, that alone right there is worth it. I wish they would have had an Ark on the beach that you drive by that you that you could have seen. If I were running it, I, that's what I would that's do. That's what you'd do. I'd put okay. an Ark up well, there. Well, you're not running like, it. Like, oh my gosh, I see the Ark. Mm. You know, and then, then you have somebody and like reenact it. And then if your face it. melts, I'd be okay with that. Maybe I could go there and be... An Indiana Jones reenactor for like a surprise when you're coming around the tour, like, oh my gosh, folks, what is that on the beach right it's now? So embarrassing! Oh Stop it. no, somebody's Stop. left a box of some kind up there. Oh, uh oh, is that an ark? Oh no, what's going? on? Someone's captured a man in a hat with Stop. a whip. You know, Stop. Then you're I'll be really the, embarrassing. No, I could be the tour guide, you know, and then you lead the people on the tour, and then then like out comes Indiana Jones, and you have like a couple of Nazis shoving him, you know, as you get out there, and and then. Uh, you know, and then the the they open it up and they like shine out a bunch of light, and then you have one guy, his face like it looks like it's melting. It's like, have you then, seen the candles that they've made of that guy? Yeah, oh, those They're candles awesome. are awesome. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, and buy one of those face melting candles totally, from Raiders of the Lost Ark. You should totally do that. Mm-hmm. That is a great idea. That's the only way to buy them. Uh, but yeah, see, I think I could I could maybe you know, you know, punch it up a little bit. For the for the tour, okay. I'm just saying I could probably be one of those tour guys. No, so. you couldn't. You're not cool enough. I could and be cool surf. enough. I'm sorry. And those, never mind. What? They have like golden gods play. I'm sorry. You're not like a suntan like. Yeah, but if I lived guy. there, I would be because I'd be surfing all the time. I'm, they picked those guys for a reason. No, if I lived there, there was some solid eye candy on that. Uh, if I the lived there, I would be surfing all the time, and then... They were both very attractive. Well, okay, all right, fine. But if I lived there, then I would be surfing all the time, then I could then I could do that, too. You, Either way, I would be a good... You don't even know how to surf. I don't, but I can learn how to surf. <laughs> yes. I'm moving You've to Kauai right now. I'll learn how to surf. I'll uh-huh. prove it. I'll prove it to you. I could <laughs> surf just fine. I just need some time out there to learn how to do it. Either way, I think I could definitely be one of those... You'd uh, never be accepted. You'd always be a Hallie. I could... They were. What are you talking about? No, that blonde guy was born and raised He's there. He's a howley. Still. I'm sorry. If you're not oh, native. So you don't even accept him when he when he's born there, but you want to be accepted. No, I'm no, I you're always gonna be a howley. unless you're a native Hawaiian, everybody's a howley. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't change that. I wasn't born you know, I'm not native Hawaiian, nor was I born there. So that's fine. I'm just saying I could do it. I could I could punch that up a little bit. But anyway, so you go on the tour and then uh, and then you circle back around. You get a bunch of free beer and it was it was a ton of fun. And I, I would definitely recommend one of these tours. They have a few different ones that you can take. And it was interesting when we got back to the uh, to the shore. Um, you uh, you know you see the other other ones that oh, are there. Yeah. And the guy told us about one of the other tours that was out there, and he's like, yeah, no, uh, so the other company's taking out the Princess of Thailand right now. 
We're like, what? And we thought we, we he was joking. I thought maybe that was the name of the ship. Like one of the name of the boats was Princess of Thailand. Yeah. No, because it was very confusing. We're like, oh, they're taking out the Princess of Thailand. Yeah. We're like, and he's oh, like, okay. No, no, seriously. He's like, no, that's, it's the Princess of Thailand and she can't talk to any males That's not at her all. husband. That's not her husband. Yeah. So they had to, he said, so they hired an all-female crew to run the boat and uh, and just women allowed on the boat because she cannot talk to any other male other than her husband. So they had to staff the boat entirely with their female staff. Yeah. So so no men would talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably why no women were on our boat. No women were staffed on our boat. Um, so that's that's what uh, what apparently was happening. And we sit there and we looked at her. She had like giant. Um, oh, the, these caravans. Caravans. Things, like these yeah. giant like fancy. Caravans, like multiple, they're all just like kind of stacked in a row. Yeah, so it was the the princess of Thailand just hanging out there uh, next to us. So I don't know, that was kind of weird. That I was really I didn't weird. get a chance to try to talk to her though. I didn't. I didn't actually see her. I just saw the boat. No, nobody saw she her. On, yeah, yeah. She was just on the boat. But princess of Thailand. So anyway, definitely, if you're going down to Kauai, take that. It tour. was worth it. And the the company well we went through it. was holo holo. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I have no problem saying that. Yeah, they are. They were fantastic. The uh, food was good, but the beer was good. Well, yeah, I mean the food you get like deli sandwiches and stuff. I mean, it, and fresh like Hawaiian fresh fruit. fruit. Hawaiian fruit. You do know I like the fruit and muffins. Oh yeah, we got a lot muffins. of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it and was, never ending beers. Never ending beers. Mm-hmm. That is true. We drank a bunch of Maui brewing, which I I've never had before. It's good. It's not as good as Worthy Brewing. It's not as good as Worthy Brewing. Mm-hmm. That is that is a fact. Yeah. Worthy Brewing is. Far superior. But We're just knocking it out today, Greg. They didn't have Worthy Brewing over there, so I had to drink Maui Brewing. Mm-hmm. I think I was even wearing my Worthy shirt while we were on that you tour. You sure were. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. I wore it everywhere. So that was kind of our, our grand finale of Kauai, you know, and, and listened back to yesterday's show and watched some of the shows we posted online about it because we just, it's, it's fun to go to these different places and show off your know, showcase, you know, where we went and what we saw. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and oh, cause I like watching know. other people's experiences mm-hmm. when they oh, go places. Here's something I didn't even talk about. We saw dolphins, two different kinds of dolphins also. Bottlenose dolphins and spinner dolphins. Yes. And the bottlenose dolphins, this is what they do. They swim right along with the boat. I guess they get right in front of it because there's a, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like a shock wave that comes from the boat. So it's a basically you can just lay there and it will, um, and it'll you know, push, push them along. Ahead. It'll yeah. push them along, so they don't have to swim. So they just lay there and they flip over on their backs and they run up to the pontoons and they scratch their bellies on the pontoon. Yeah, so you see these dolphins and they're right there. It looks like, like they're getting run over, but they're not. Yeah, and they're right there. Like they were, like Greg and I were sitting on the front of the trampoline and we were looking down and they were like right underneath you. And then they have these scrapes on them, and it looks like well, those are from fights. He said. Oh, I thought those were from the pontoon. No, 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 no. Those are those are from fighting. Oh. Because they're... they fight with each other, and that's how they get the scrapes. What they're doing on the boat is they're just, like, scratching themselves on purpose. Oh, okay. I thought that was how they got the scratches. No, 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 no. Yeah, cause that, then it sounds like they're getting run over. No, they, they do it on purpose. They run up to the pontoons and flip over. Gotcha. And scratch their, uh, yeah. Basically. And then there are all these, like, uh, spinner dolphins. They're smaller than the um, than the bottlenose dolphins, and they jump up in the air, and they spin. That's yeah. what they do. It's It was pretty magical. Pre- it, it really was. It and was like something out of a whale. movie. Oh, yeah, and humpback whales. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> So go to Kauai. That was that's the main thing. And yeah, it is it is well 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 worth the trip. Yes. And you can get some pretty good deals by flying out there. Uh, you can get a good deal on flight, and if you stay long enough, you can get a good deal on a place. Be careful of where you stay because sometimes there's yeah, hidden the charges. Are, yeah, there's sometimes some hidden charges in there. 
which I found out. But if you get a vacation rental with like a, those some friends, then it, it yeah. shakes out to be a lot cheaper. Yeah, then it's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there it is. But then, then you know, the next day was when we were heading back out, and we went to the airport in Lahui, and we're, we're getting ready to go out. First off, you have to scan everything for fruits and vegetables to make sure you're not bringing. Yeah, they have the agricultural scan. You yeah. have to go through it twice. So yeah. that they could tell, you know, so that way you're not bringing things out of their environment and back into yours and right. vice versa. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, though. Something that God we've talked about it. on this show before, which is incredible. This is the second or third time I've seen it happen. And it is Sarah going through the metal detector when you walk in through the TSA security uh, line and getting flagged for having metal on her body, even though she has none. I was wearing leggings and a dress, and and that's it. And for some reason, I had to go. So, of course, I get pulled out because I always do. So, you know, other people are just, like, walking through, and they get to go through the regular metal detector, and the guy looks at me, and he's just like, get in there. And so they put me in the tube thing. Oh, I did have to go in the tube thing. You had to go in the tube thing, too? I had to do that on the way here and back. or where, Yeah. Both, yeah, me too. Both, yeah. yeah so, I always have to go. Do some people not have to? No. Did you see all the people walking by? They just walk through the regular metal detector? Really? No, you get picked out. Like I guy. always have to go through the tube thing. Me too. Do I look like that kind of a guy? Yes. You look sketchy as shit. Oh. Um, yeah, I've, I've always got to. No, because the other people, like the woman right behind me, didn't have to go. She said, went right through the regular metal detector. So I had to go there huh. and stand on the thing, you know, and you put your feet on the on the markings and you hold your arms above your head and cross your hands and then they do the scan thing. Yeah, so I'm in the tube where, the, you know, they puff the air at you and then do the swirly, you know, yeah. um, camera around you. Because they're, they're sniffing for chemicals. Yeah, and so the woman made me step. And so as soon as I got out of the tube, she's like, uh, step over to the side, ma'am. I'm like, well, the chemical on me is a little bit of rum left over. <laughs> That's what I should have said. And. Anyway, so she, so I went and stepped over to the side, and she's just like, please put your feet on those markings over there, ma'am. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to need to wand you. We've detected uh, some sort of metal on you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, is it my underwire and my bra? And she's like, no, it's more in this vicinity. And she showed me, and it was my left butt cheek. I don't know what's going on. It's every time you go through, and I show because the, the your butt sets off a metal detector. The scanner was there, and it shows the red, like it, it shows the highlighted area of where they detected metal, and it was on my butt. <sighs> yeah, I just it, it, was, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I didn't have anything metal on me. I was wearing a cotton dress. And we've gone through this before. Were you ever shot with a BB? Did you... Um, I don't think so. I've never had, like, hip replacement surgery. Yeah, have you had some kind of a surgery? No. Butt surgery of some kind. Yes, my butt surgery. <laughs> oh, I've never told you about my butt surgery? Yeah, so I have no clue what is happening. It's so weird. So there's no surgery. There's no BB. There's no... There's no metal underwear. No, yeah, I don't is know. Is there any secret that your parents aren't telling you? I asked my mom. I asked her. I'm like, was I shot with a BB like, or something when I was young? And she's like, nope. Nope, I don't remember. Like, and I think I would recall if somebody shot me with a BB to the depth to maybe which it is burrowed itself. Maybe you blanked out something. Maybe what maybe there's I some kind of a out? secret that you didn't that you haven't told anyone. I don't have a, a or metal maybe a butt secret that you blocked out. Maybe no. you are part cyborg, and that's what we're getting to here. Is maybe you are part robot? Like, would you know? Maybe you're a glitch in the system that hasn't been discovered yet, that hasn't been eradicated. I mean, there's all kinds of things here. It's weird that it would just be that one side that goes off every time that sets off a metal detector. 
Like, there's got to be something to it. And it is being brought up in the chat. I do have a metal detector of my own. I should run I'm not going to let you. you metal detect my butt. That's creepy. Let's see if we can narrow it down. We'll narrow down you the section. You can't narrow it down because your metal detector is, like, the size it can, of It can side. detect, like, the size of a nail, like, three feet underground. It would be able to detect you. What if I was abducted by aliens and they implanted something? It could be. I mean, these are all possibilities. Do you have any weird reactions when you see pictures of aliens or strange nightmares you can't explain? Well, I mean, I have lots of dreams. I dream, like, crazy shit every night. Has anybody ever kidnapped you and inject you with something? No, I don't think so. Some probes, perhaps? I think, I think that we need to run the metal detector over and see if we can figure this out. I am not going to let... No. <laughs> you know it makes sense. Happen. You know it makes sense. We can see if we can narrow this down and see if, see if it actually sets it off. Because there's something that's setting it off. There is something that's setting it off. I saw the section because it shows you the screen. She turned around. She's like, all right, so it's right here. So I'm going to need to go ahead and wand you. And I like pulled up my like the side of my skirt. I'm like, I, I don't have anything over here. I'm like, there's nothing there. And she's like, ma'am, it's... It, she's like, just put down your skirt. It's, I need to wand you. I'm like, oh, boy. Okay. Well, because it, it weirded me out. I mean, how would you like it if every time you go through a metal detector, like some part of you is detected to have metal? And it would be no... strange. It is strange. It would be very strange. Have we ever looked this up? Is this like something that happens to other people? I don't know. I don't know. Why does my butt set off a metal detector? <laughs> this is your search history. Okay, we'll see. Does, Nobody it, does said, it say anything? No, it just says, why are my jeans setting off airport security? Because there are those metal button things. I know Do that. Do I have a metal butt? Uh, oh, okay, that's not... No, don't don't look that up. That's not the kind of article that I think we want to read. Did you accidentally stumble upon butt plug of the month club like I did? Well, I wasn't going to say it out loud, but there we go. <laughs> that's what it is. <sighs> And it's just the one side, just to clarify. Just the one. It's my left side. It is my left side. Weird. I have no idea. I think there's more to it. And nothing else has ever set off a metal detector. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. There's no explanation. I don't know. So I just, I can't think about it too much because it'll drive me crazy. Yeah. So I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, there's something to it. I don't know if I trust you. And it don't, would make sense why you're so sensitive to robots. I don't like fire in the sky. Maybe that's because I'm having flashbacks. That could be it. It's also not that great of a movie. It's a great movie. It's all right. I, and I love alien movies. It doesn't movies. hold you up know very I well, but I watched it at stuff. such a young age. Like, it still scares me. It's all right. Like, what's a good alien movie for you? <sighs> there's not a lot of them. There's not a lot of good alien abduction movies. I mean, it's it's okay. You're right. It's probably in the top one of those. But it's not... It's not the greatest version of that. It's okay. It's okay. The book's better. The book is better? Wow, yeah. pretentious much? It's based on a true story. True story. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Yeah, The Arrival was really good. Yeah, we said Arrival's a good one. Mm. What are some other good alien movies? Alien is a good alien movie. Yeah. I wanted Contact to be good. Oh, Contact sucks. Yeah, that wasn't amazing. There's no, there's no alien in it. Got to show an alien. You got to show an alien if you're going to show a a movie about aliens. You have to show an alien, not oh, a dad. Oh, the explorers. Uh, explorers. Well, yes, explorers is a wonderful alien movie. That is that is a good one. E. T. E. T. is good. The Abyss. 
I haven't seen The Abyss in a long time. Oh, yeah, The Abyss I'm reading is things good. here from the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Subscribe for $6.99 a month. The first week is free. And you Starship can go back Troopers. And look at the chat anytime. Flight of the Navigator, yes. Would you like to know more? Flight of the Navigator. Watch those bugs. Yeah, yeah. It's the most ridiculous movie yeah, ever. Yeah, well, that's I the thing. That's just it. a ridiculous movie. Flight of the Navigator is a wonderful movie. That's that's one of my favorite movies probably of all time. Flight of the Navigator is a... Uh, You're the Navigator. Let's uh, see. Enemy Mine. I don't remember Enemy Mine very well, so I don't know that one. Oh, Event Ave- Horizon was messed Event up. Event Horizon's disturbing. Yeah. Avatar. Avatar is just too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's too uh, much. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I, I don't recall... There's two people that just recommended that. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I've. We ever all seen know it, I'll the be best alien movie of all time, though. What? Independence Day. Oh yeah, that's all right. I did watch the sequel on the plane. Welcome to Earth, bitch. That's, he doesn't say bitch. I think he says bitch. He doesn't say bitch. Will Smith does not say bitch. Will Smith has probably never said bitch in his life. Like no, he did not say that. Absolutely, he didn't. He also didn't in say. In my parallel he universe, also didn't he did. say Earth. He actually says Earth, but everybody's like taking it as Earth. He says, "Welcome to Earth, bitch." He does not say bitch. I'm pretty sure he says. Will bitch. Smith does not say bitch. There is no way. Okay, it's being noted he says bitch in Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, so maybe maybe in those ones, but <laughs> Will Smith does not say "Welcome to Earth, bitch." <laughs> Like that's, that's a totally different tone than than what that movie is I about. I didn't say Earth. I said Earth. <laughs> I didn't say bitch. Welcome to Earth, motherfucker. That's, <laughs> I think that's the actually what he says. Yeah. <laughs> that is just not the case. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. A bitch. Will Smith does not say that. Okay. Welcome to Earth, motherfucker. <laughs> I got to watch half of uh, the second Independence Day. What is it? Resurrection? Uh, yeah. I got to watch like half that. of it on the plane ride home. I liked the half that I watched. It was pretty terrible, but God, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the whole thing on the way there. It's it's there. It's there. It's a, it's a good some good nostalgia. Uh, not as good as the first one. I can say that. Total Recall, that's a wonderful alien movie. Although that's not really aliens per se. That's more just a space movie. It's not more of an alien. It's more of a Quade, open your mind. Oops. Didn't have any effects on there. Stop trying to play with the knobs when you're all crazy and distracted like this. You can't do it. Well, anyway, there we go. So, uh, (laughs) I don't know how we got on on the alien movies. Uh, But that's, anyway, you're part robot. And then we did get on the plane, and it was kind of a worse nightmare situation because, A, Sarah was flagged, so, and I had to sit next to you. So I'm like, great, so now I'm sitting next to the person that they're suspect of. Mm -hmm. So it's probably an air marshal or sky marshal watching you the whole time. I I would think that they'd be more concerned if the woman, like, she's wanting me, she's like, okay, you're free to go. Like, I'm like, why did it detect metal on me, and then you're just going to let me go? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I don't right, know. Just, just, just a thought. Something to think about. Yeah. But we're sitting there, and there's this other person on the end of the seat, this older lady that sits down. 
And, of course, Sarah starts stranger talking, over talking to a stranger. I just told her that I'm going to have to use the bathroom, so I asked her if she wanted to trade seats with me. No, then you also told her about the first day that you got there, and then you went to the beach, but then the beach was raining, and there were so many people that were out there, but then we went out to the water anyway because we're from Morgan. We don't care about it. And then and then we went out there, and the snorkeling was just wonderful, and then we went on another tour, and then all of our friends came back to a house that we that we went to, and and you explained a lot. You explained a lot. It's fine. You were making friends. I am the one who doesn't like to talk to anybody. All right, so continue. <laughs> Sarah's mad I called her out on that. Uh, I think you're exaggerating, but... I'm not okay. exaggerating. No. Well, I did exaggerate the speed of that. Yes. Okay, perhaps I exaggerated. And the content. No, I think the content's okay, pretty accurate. Okay, let's move forward. Okay, well, anyway. Uh, so we're sitting there, and this, this woman's uh, flying back to Oregon, and... The flight attendant walks by, and they'd already come by once or twice saying, buckle your seat. So your seatbelt should have been buckled at that point. Yeah, and she walks by the lady, and the lady's, like, fiddling with her seatbelt, and the flight attendant's just No, she I don't even think she was even paying attention to it. Well, uh, she was fiddling with it, because Mm. that's part of the context of what she was saying. Because the flight attendant walks by and said, "Uh, you need to buckle your seat, ma'am. Uh, or she didn't even say it that way. She no, just she said, was very no, polite. No, she was She's very like, polite. She's just like, yeah, uh, you need to buckle your seatbelt. And this older lady turns around and starts basically yelling at her. She's like, I am doing it. I am buckling my seatbelt. Oh, God. It was so awful. It was so awkward. And the flight attendant turns around. And it's like one of those things where you're stuck in this situation because we're sitting right next to her. We can't go anywhere. So we're and, desperately trying to distance ourselves from yeah. her so we don't look like we're associated with the rude lady. Yeah, and this and the flight attendant just said, excuse me, uh, what, what did you just say? And she's like, I said I'm buckling my seatbelt. And the flight attendant I replied, she's you. like, yeah. are you mad at me? Are you mad at me right now? And Did I already ask you this before? Yeah, and then she asked, did somebody already ask you? She's like, well, I'm buckling it. And she's like, oh, well, good, because it should have been buckled already. And then the flight attendant walked off. I'm like, great. Now we're going to be stuck in the middle of this thing where we've got a flight attendant angry at this woman. Now they think we're associated with her. I, this is just going to be bad news. That was really odd because I – Yeah. The flight attendant was awesome. She was really nice. and She didn't do anything wrong. No, she didn't do she anything wrong. She got yelled wrong. at by this lady. And and then it's like, okay, now we And then that's we're... when I stopped talking to the lady. I'm like, and uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, because now it's like we're flagged because we're Oh, yeah, we're our row was flagged. And then yeah. I have my mini bottles, which you're not supposed to have anyway. A little side talking right now. A little side talking because they won't hear it bottles. if I pretend to once. Yeah, so I have my mini bottles, so therefore we're our, like now – since this woman was so rude, now they're clearly going to be checking on, yeah, you know, on our aisle. So I had to yeah. be like super sneaky about it. Yeah, yeah. So really awkward, but we did make it back, flew back. No more incidents after that, and uh, made it back into thirty degree weather here in Portland while I was still wearing shorts. Yes, that was very cold. I wore shorts. Mm-hmm. Yep, because I have spite. But I'm so excited for tonight. Tonight is going to be amazing. It is kind of cool to come from a tropical paradise to a winter wonderland. And yeah. this feels so wintry, and I am just. I am beside myself with excitement for decorating. Yeah, it's well, I'm so glad you're going to be doing that. And the whole thing is just going to be a lot of fun. And it is going to be at Landmark Saloon, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night tonight, 4847 Southeast Division, with Worthy Brewing, Balvini Scotch, and wonderful prizes from Asylum. Wear your ugly sweater. If you want to be in that contest, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. We'll have a contest for it, and we'll have a prize for it. A prize for the winner. Take your reward. You take your reward. Take your reward. Take your reward. That is tonight. Yeah, I'm so I'm super duper excited. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. And plus, if I can walk three and a half miles to work in the snow, I bet you can make it to four eight four seven Southeast Division. I to think help you your, can do it. Your, your two buddies, your two pals. Yep. Sarah and Greg. Yep, absolutely. Mm.
Yeah, thank you so much for coming out uh, tonight. If you can make it, that would be wonderful. Oh and my thanks gosh. for listening to this show. Did you see the, the gifts that, or the prizes that we have from Asylum? No. All right, so PDX Asylum, uh, 3713 Southeast Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. So they, oh, there's so many cool things. So they gave me this, one of them is this birchwood clock. It's this rib, it looks like, um, like it's birchwood ribbon wood. And it's this beautiful big clock. And that's going to be one of the gifts, uh, one of the prizes. Ooh. There's also um, all these like uh, these bamboo powdered like uh, plates and things, and just a, a, just a whole so many cool things that you can keep that you can re-gift and look super cool to whoever you want to give them. to. You can do that, or I just keep it myself. Yeah. Is what I do. That's what my side talking soon. Just go ahead and keep it for yourself. Okay, don't do the side talking. That's right. what that I would do. Sounds really stupid. That's what I would do. <laughs> awesome. So all of those prizes will be there available tonight at the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Bingo night. So we'll be there regardless. So if you're yep. wondering, like, oh, will it be canceled? Nope. Not canceled. Not canceled. So come on down. Mm-hmm. Come on down. Um, but, yeah, and also congratulations to Scott and Lily for getting married on our Kauai trip. Mm. And uh, also Scott congrats- and Lily Dally. <laughs> yes, indeed. Lily Dally is the best name ever. Lily Dally is a is a wonderful name. Mm-hmm. That is a good it's hilarious. And I finally was able to fill out all the paperwork online, so now they are legally, officially married. Officially? Mm-hmm. Oh, they weren't before? No, I mean, I officiated the ceremony, but I had to be back here in order to access the thing. That was, oh. Yeah. So now all of the paperwork has been signed, sealed, and delivered? Signed and delivered. I'm awesome. Yours. Oh, yeah, Tony's asking, Sarah, did you see Neil Diamond tickets are on sale? I sure did. I already got some. Pew, pew, pew. No, no, no finger guns. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, also, congratulations to Jeffrey and Leah. Oh, yeah. Who got married over that weekend, too. Awesome. Yeah, it was a big wedding weekend. It was a big wedding weekend. And a big proposal weekend, too. Also, congratulations. Uh, to one Mr. Keelan King, who oh, got himself engaged in Hawaii. Yes, he did. Congratulations to Keelan and Sarah. Keelan, you did, uh, you did a very good job picking out the ring and the spot. You did good job. Good, good job, job, friend. Good job, and congratulations. Good job, Black Diamond. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You're all wonderful, lovely people, and we appreciate it greatly. Um, tomorrow, we will be back at our regularly scheduled time of noon o'clock Pacific. Awesome. And come down tonight to the Landmark Saloon, 447 Southeast Division. Hang out with us, Worthy Brewing, Balvini Scotch. Play some bingo, wear an ugly sweater, win prizes from Asylum. Yeah. That was good. You got it all. Yeah, nailed it. Bam, bam, bam. Bada bam. Maybe I should bring my metal detector tonight. You are absolutely not bringing your metal detector tonight. Okay. You probably could find some good treasures at Landmark. Probably. There's tons of stuff in that bark dust. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guarantee I would Oh, you'd be rich. I should go out there one day. Oh, I didn't even talk about the guy that I saw. He had an underwater metal detecting kit when we were in Hawaii. It was amazing. He's kind of my hero. I posted That's all you needed to say. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck up. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.